You're listening to episode 220 of the Fitz Pro Podcast, and today is a different one. It is not your typical entrepreneurial podcast. I am sharing the behind the scenes of me possibly generating less revenue this year in 2023 than in 2022. And to be clear, I have generated about $100,000 more each year for the past four or five years. That is just a trend that has taken place in my business. It's been variable, but that's that's kind of the dependable trend that has transpired. That will not be the case this year, and I want to transparently take you behind the scenes of why that is, context behind that. And I think that there is just so much to be gained from this podcast and the conversations that I've been having with other colleagues who are multi-six and multi-seven figure revenue generators. So whether you are making 15 grand a year, whether you are making six figures, whether you are making 60,000, I don't care how much money you make. I think that there is something to be taken from this episode. So without further ado, let's dive in. If you happen to be an entrepreneur in the online health and fitness space, please do check out my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. I do not think that one size fits all for business, so you will get upsold to Fitzboro Foundations in this workshop, and you will see hopefully from the testimonies that I share that I don't teach you how to be me. I don't want you to be me. I want you to be you and be sure that you're building a business and a business model that works for the life that you want to create for yourself. So if that is something that interests you, check out the free workshop. You can go to anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register, or as usual, the link will be in the show notes. So to start off this episode, to be clear, it is only what September. So I don't know how much I will actually end up making by the end of the year, but so far I'm about 80K behind my normal projection. And in looking at my numbers for seven plus years now, I just... I just know pretty well what's going to take place over the next few months. I have my projections. I have my launch maps. I have my expectations. So first off, we have to discuss the fact that I may make the same that I made last year or the year before or what have you. We won't know until the end of the year, but I did not make a monetary goal for this year. And typically I have a monetary goal that I am working towards. I have a revenue goal that I would like to generate for the year. And I have reached that at about this time every year. So by September or October, I normally reach whatever goal I had set for myself from a monetary standpoint. This year in 2023, and just having a new baby, I did not create a monetary goal because I make enough. I didn't want to put that on myself. I said, if I can just kind of maintain around what I generate, I don't need to generate more. Now, that is a very difficult thing to do as an entrepreneur. And we're going to talk about the kind of mental fuckery that can take place with that 
as an entrepreneur versus someone who just has a nine to five. We'll get into that later. So there was no monetary goal this year. I have a monetary goal in a two to five year span. And all of my decisions in business that I have made in 2023, and there have been a lot of them, there has been, I mean, I think you've heard that across other episodes, just the decision-making and the direction gaining that has had to take place in 2023, all of my decisions are being made around reaching that monetary goal in two to five years. And you may be interested to see when I talk about some of these is the focus and alignment in my business has actually meant generating less revenue for a time in order to generate more revenue. So that big life change needed space. I needed to see what it was like to have a baby, be home with the baby and have a business. I didn't want to make a revenue goal because to me, what was most important was just seeing how this went. It really is and was an observation year for me. And it has been an observation year. And I hope to share some of those observations with you through this episode. So I just wanted to see what is it like to have a baby, to be at home with my husband? How are we going to navigate that dynamic? How much time is each of us actually going to spend with the baby? What are we going to want? How much work am I going to want to do? And how is that going to change the decisions that I make in my business? Am I going to outsource more? Am I going to do less? Am I going to cut something off? And those decisions were made. So that was kind of the goal this year was to honestly just create space to make decisions that I needed to make within my business. It was not a specific goal. It was not a smart goal. And that definitely felt weird for me because I am so used to these like specific, measurable, attainable goals that I set for myself in business. So that is the kind of context in which this year began with. Behind the scenes, like I said, the the focus this year was alignment of life and business. That was the goal. So I, like I said, dropped one-on-one services, all one-on-one services. I no longer offer one-on-one fitness coaching, power hours, which were like 90-minute business calls with an action plan sent afterwards, or one-on-one biz. I ended all of those either right before this year or during this year. That straight up, all three of those are high revenue generators. Anything high touch is going to be expensive. Anything with direct access to me or you as the professional is going to be expensive. It's also time intensive. And so for me, cutting those out felt so incredibly right. Uh, And though it might be less money, it's more time to then generate more passive income down the road. So it's making a decision now to take less quick money in order to establish more long-term passive income. I hope that that is making sense because that is kind of like the entire point of this episode and all my motivation for making the decisions that I am making now in my business and having a baby and wanting to have more babies. Like it's not going to get easier in the coming years. So anything in my business that is time intensive, I am going to look for ways to minimize that, even if it means less revenue for the time. Now this becomes very important because revenue and profit are not the same. 
We will get to that in a second. With my focus of alignment and life and business, things I have focused on this year and implemented are investing in new strategies and trying new strategies with sales and things of that sort. YouTube. So YouTube is huge. That is part of my two to five year plan. There's not going to ever be a good time. If you missed my YouTube behind the scenes episode, go listen to it because I literally lay out my entire strategy, how much I'm spending, what we're doing on the platform, what it's taking, what I would do if you don't have the resources that I have, what my approach is, literally everything. So go look at that, go listen to that episode if you have not listened to it. That has been a huge thing for me and something that, again, is in alignment with what I want to do in the future. The next thing is a huge behind-the-scenes web project with the goal of maximizing profit and client experience. So when someone comes to my website, I want to be sure that it is converting like Oh, just a well-oiled machine that every person that comes is getting directed to exactly what they need and that they are not leaving until they have every offer that they need. And that when they get inside those offers, that their client experience is like nothing they've had before. So that is a big project on the back end. I know that that's like very vague and you're like, well, yeah, I want that too. But that is costing a lot of money. And for me, it was a lot of money up front, but then it's like a very long ongoing project. So that is something that I have invested in. That is something that's very important to me. That is in alignment with me desiring to be the one-stop shop for health and fitness professionals from a fitness business and programming standpoint. That is the goal. So again, that decision was made because that's in alignment with my ultimate goal of being that one-stop shop. If you need help with program design, if you need help with building your business, if you need help with having a program to follow, I am your person for that. YouTube is going to help me do that. And this new web project that eventually I will disclose is going to help me do that. Now, now we'll talk about that profit versus revenue situation. So that's where I'm putting my money in my business. Profit is different than revenue. So even though I may generate less revenue this year than I did last year, Profit might be higher, so I might keep more money in my business than I did last year because of, largely, that $80,000 loss that I had in Facebook ads. I also did a two-part podcast series on that, so go listen if you have no idea what I'm talking about. To be clear, I am not against Facebook ads, and I cover the approach that I would take now after learning everything I did through my experience with Facebook ads. The other thing I want to say about profit and revenue. So again, when we look at, you know, when you log into Stripe and you see how much revenue you have generated this month versus last month or this year versus last year, that's one metric. And yes, you might want to generate more revenue, but just don't forget to look at your profit. Don't forget to look at those expenses. If you've never looked at or read or heard of Profit First, read that book. If you are a solopreneur, and interested in finance and want to have efficacy and confidence with your finances. So not having that 80K loss in Facebook ads is like putting 80K back in my business this year, which is lovely to not have to spend that for no return on investment. Um, But I am spending money on YouTube and I have spent money on this web project. Now, I almost enjoy those projects. I enjoy spending money on YouTube and I enjoy spending money on the web project because they're not, 
I'm not doing them for a direct return on investment. I'm spending money there because I believe it's the best decision for my business in the next two to five years, if that makes sense. And that feels a lot better than like doing Facebook ads because I need, or I'm depending on a direct return on investment. Just perspective, context, like I said, I was going to give you. The next thing with profit versus revenue is not getting caught up on revenue comparisons or any comparison at all other than what is in alignment for what I want from my business. And if you are not clear on the vision for your business, you are going to get caught up in comparisons to revenue that other people are doing or decisions that other people are making in their business. You're going to think, oh shit, Sally's doing it. I need to be doing it. Should I have done that? It's not going to be helpful. It's never helpful. We all do it, but we all do it when we lack clarity on the direction that we're going, on our vision, on tasks that we need to be completing within our business and or when we are not getting feedback from our clients, from our audience, etc. Typically, if we're getting positive feedback, it's like getting a gold star. It's like a you're doing good, keep going right? It's affirmation. When we lack affirmation and or we lack clarity, we compare. That is what I have found with myself. That is what I have found with clients over the years. If that happens to be you right now, regardless of how much you're making, take a step back, use this podcast episode to get clear on the vision for your business so that you can make decisions that are in alignment with what you want for your business versus maybe hitting a certain revenue target. And if you do have a revenue target, why? What is it for? What does that give you? I'm not saying you can't. Like I said, before this year, I had revenue targets for every year and I have a revenue target for two to five years from now, but I'm going to keep profit as high as possible. Big thought or takeaway after chatting for months upon months with, like I said in the intro, multi six and seven figure colleagues of mine. In entrepreneurship, this is kind of the big takeaway of this and the context behind why I'm fine generating less revenue than maybe would have been expected like on my normal trend. In entrepreneurship, security comes through continual growth. I want to say that again. In entrepreneurship, when you're creating your own income, when you're dependent on your ability to generate revenue, security comes through continual growth. If you're not continually growing, if you don't see numbers going up, you're failing. That's not true. I'm saying that's the perspective. Versus someone who has a consistent income in a nine to five job for five, 10, 20 years, that's security for them. They're generating the same amount of money. They see the same amount of money come into their bank account and that's the security for them. If you're doing the same year after year in business, it feels like you are failing. It feels like it's all going to crumble. Like it's, you're gonna lose all your clients. Like you can't possibly grow again. Like you're not succeeding if you're not growing. Even if you're doing less work and making the same amount of money, you have to look at what other factors are at play, such as what I just said. For me, I may generate, like I said, maybe 80K less than what would be like a normal projection for me this year. Number one, I don't have the 80K loss that I had last year. Number two, I'm working like two hours a day on average. That is the least amount I have ever worked 
since I started working ever, ever, ever. And when you say that out loud, when you, when you actually step back and look at context outside of just the numbers, because we love numbers, we love the objectivity. We also love context with the numbers I'm working two hours a day. I'm almost exclusively only creating things for my business. I do not work with clients, which again, if you, if that's, you have to know what, uh, what you want to do in business. So I've always said like the goal of business is to get to the point where you are only doing the part that you want to do in your business and you have delegated or automated all of the other stuff. I want to create content. So what do I do now? I create Instagram content. I create podcasts. I create YouTube and other people implement those things for me. Other people manage my clients for me. I do very, very little client work. I approve program, final program design in pure programming. And I do my community check-ins where people have access to me once a week for less than an hour. So if I'm able to work two hours a day, if even, right, that's, that's average. So some days I work four hours, some days I don't work at all. If I'm able to do that and make decisions in my business in alignment with that two to five year goal, I will be able to generate more passive income via literally doing less. What? What is life? <laughs> that was the goal like 10 years ago and we're just like finally getting there. <laughs> so there is some perspective for you. Please, please, please don't forget to look at context. You are not anybody else's story. You don't have their context. You don't know what is going on in their life. Only look at your business, your revenue, your metrics, your client retention at the time that you have to put into your business and what you want from it. Like I said, I am working less than I ever have. I am lifting the most consistently I have in literal years. I am raising a full-on child and making damn near the same amount that I was previously working eight to 12 hours a day within 80K of that number annually. If you ask me, that's a win. And it took a lot of processing, a lot of talking to other entrepreneurs, hearing their stories, hearing their context, hearing their behind the scenes in order to see that, which is why I share that here so that you can have access to my behind the scenes, to my context, to my story. And hopefully you can gain something from that. It's not always growth on paper with the numbers, but that doesn't mean that growth isn't happening. So if you enjoyed this episode, if you took something from it, as usual, please give the show five stars, leave a written review. It is much appreciated. It's how I get in front of people who would otherwise not see that I have a podcast, know it exists, etc. If you dig what I have to put out, then make sure to get on my mailing list. Go to anniemiller.co backslash news and you can get Annie's Daily Dose or Annie's Weekly Wisdom. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you so much for tuning in to the Fitz Pro Podcast.